Hello fellow Ronin geeks, this is Alex Austin coming at you, just coming to say a little bit on notes for today's show, it's going to be a little bit different, a little bit different pace than we're used to, we got some notes to cover today, not a whole lot has happened in the last week, however, we are still going to do some news items today, including Pokemon and Harry Potter gaming coming up, and on top of that, uh, we're actually going to offer a free preview of some Patreon content coming up here called We Be Goblins. It's a live action role play that we're doing based on We Be Goblins from the Pathfinder universe. I think you're going to love this. And what we'll do is we'll include a free preview for this at the back end of this episode. It's just the first little bit that I've gotten a chance to edit so far. And if you're interested in hearing more and kind of joining in the fun, make sure to join us on Patreon and support us for as little as $1 a month. And then you get access to this content and much, much more, including some video content. That's right, we're recording this as best we can, and there'll be a little bit of video content to go along with it as well. It should be entertaining, you'll at least get a laugh, and uh, yeah, we just look like a bunch of fools playing this game. It's a lot of fun, I think you're going to enjoy it. Anyway, enjoy the episode, and thank you so much for listening. Yeah, so it's like we get on this movie kick, and then uh, every week is just easy. Like, all the content writes itself. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, we can just, like, uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about. We only have five minutes of game news. All right, fuck it. Let's go see a movie. Yeah. And uh, that's the that's the conceit of, like, April, May, you know, kind of going into June. But we, we haven't seen Godzilla yet. There was also John Wick 3. Uh, yeah. Those are big action films we haven't seen. Actually, uh, shame to admit it, but I actually haven't seen the second John Wick yet. I'm going to go see it, and then I'm going to go see the third movie. Okay, okay, very good. So yeah, the second one The second one was good. It was good. So That's what I've heard. I mean... Turn you up, dude. Oh, okay. Shouldn't need it. But, uh... Well, we're not... We're not. This week, it is just I, Alex Austin, and Rob. There is no Adam here. Uh, so no, not, yeah. So there's that's one person that we don't really have to talk over. <laughs> well, yeah. Week. I mean, it's kind of like a um, Ronin Geek official classic. Yeah. This is this yeah. is a little more of a classic. That's what I'll title it. Classic. Classic. <laughs> classic. That might be out of, out it's of like context. Coke, right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the the sort of less decorative cans when they yeah. brought those back. That's except, like us. Except unlike New Coke, though, I actually do like the uh, the the addition of Adam. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, the, the classic. They get you they get you buying again, man. Yeah. They get yeah. you buying. They need to bring back Crystal Pepsi. Oh man. That's what they need to bring back, man. You, you, you think so? It's just Pepsi like without whatever the brown dye is <laughs> that they use in Coke and Pepsi. Oh really? Yeah. Do you remember that? No. He came out Wait, back in like yes. it came out during like uh <clears throat> maybe like the Gulf War or something like that. Cause I remember like uh, so back then, yeah, no, it, no, I don't remember this then. So for our for our foreign listeners, or maybe Canadian listeners, even if if you don't know the full extent of the kitsch of American society, you need to understand this. Okay, so I remember when I was a child. So I must have been, I don't know, seven, eight. This is during the Gulf War. So this is during, you know, I guess uh, what had happened back then. Iraq invaded Kuwait. Is that what had happened back then? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so the U.S. goes to defend Kuwait, which is which is fine. And uh, so I remember being a child, and believe it or not, like back then, trading cards were like the shit man like trading yeah, cards that they, was the these... that was the days of Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon dude right? no this is no, way no, before that before, before no this that, is yeah. like this is like when tops used to publish like the yearly run of like Marvel trading cards and yeah so every year shit. you'd go and buy try and get like the whole series of trading cards this is this is before the huge um Japanese uh, inspired. This is before that trading yes. card kick. Yeah, so this is like Pogs, right? Like, or was this even before? This is pre Pog, pre Pog. Yeah, yeah. This is pre Pog. Oh, so this is like so Jacks. Really and dating myself here. <laughs> Jackson Marble. Yeah, 
So what had happened, though, is Topps ended up coming out with a, a line, and I'm not even shitting you here, a line of trading cards based on the Gulf War. So meaning there was like, it was like propaganda in a package or something with a stick of bubble gum. And you'd get yeah. trading cards for like Abrams tanks and warthogs and like mm-hmm. uh, Apache helicopters and shit like that. And then it was all photos of these machines, these war machines taken in it, like the field of battle, you know, so they're shooting rockets and doing whatever. Yeah, all this the awesome cool, stuff. cool pictures. But right? I remember going to like a food town in Toledo, where I'm from, in Toledo, Ohio. And uh, I remember getting that, and I remember also getting a Crystal Pepsi for the first nice. time and also the last time because it was short-lived, but it was amazing. So it was basically Pepsi, tasted like Pepsi, smelled like Pepsi, went down like Pepsi, just wasn't brown like Pepsi. This is <laughs> So they basically just made Pepsi without the brown dye to make it brown. Nice. Which is weird that there's this liquid out there that a lot of us drink. Like, I'm drinking, like, a Diet Coke right now. Same thing. They just yeah. gave dye to make it brown. Like, it's actually a clear liquid when they make yeah. it. So, very strange. Well, they don't want to make it look like uh, clear pop, I guess. I don't know. I have no idea why they do that. Yeah, because if it's in, like, a Diet Coke can, I might accidentally confuse it with Sprite or, like, 7-Up or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, So So, kind of like Mountain Dew is, like, glow-in-the-dark urine yellow. Yeah. It's unmistakable, man. Yeah, except for if somebody's peed in your yeah. drink. Or if this was 1998 and you were drinking Surge, you might get confused then, too. Jesus. Yeah, remember Surge? Surge? Yeah. I do remember Surge. <laughs> Surge, I do remember. That yeah. was the that was the Coca-Cola answer to uh, Pepsi's Mountain Dew. Yeah. So Pepsi was kind of the more edgy company back then. Then that just, like, dropped out. Like, it didn't take, right? Yeah. yeah. It, just, it just didn't, it just wasn't a thing. So yeah. I think what Mountain Dew did back then, wasn't that when they started coming up with, like, the blue and the they came up with different colors and one of them was mm-hmm. called like Baja Baja Blue. Something, oh, I something. think that I think that this was prior to that. Yeah, it? yeah, maybe, maybe. This is like the era of when people were drinking balls and stuff like that. Oh, like the orbits. Yeah, no, like the energy drinks. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, like did you ever drink those? No, they were called balls, literally. B a w l s. No, I did not ever drink. Like, <laughs> really? No. What is this? How do you not I know you were about this? Talking about like orbits, like the ones no. that came with the little, I don't know, rubber ball things in there. <laughs> this is a silly topic, regardless. But look it up. Okay, no, I'll I'll, t- I'll take a look at it. So today yeah. on topic, we do have some things to actually cover here. <laughs> that was that was an interesting uh, trip down uh, memory lane. So that was a lot of fun. I don't even know why, but yeah, I don't remember why either. Uh, something about trading cards, the Kitsch of America. I don't know. Um, this is my childhood, people. Whatever. <laughs> so I lived it. So today we're going to talk about some of the Pokemon news that just happened in the last week. Yes, there was some Pokemon news in the last there week. There was, yes. Bizarrely, like, that was, it aired on the 28th, which was like last Thursday, I think. Is that right? That sounds right. Uh, we'll go with it. And uh, Or it was Wednesday. Or it was Thursday. We don't know. Someday. It could have been. It ended in day. I know that. It was a day of the week. And yeah. there were some interesting things announced there. Nothing too huge. It wasn't like the reveal of like a new mainline Pokemon game. We already have that. We already know about that. Uh, but there was some interesting news that kind of it really speaks to the fact that it's it's a phenomenon. It's been growing for a very long time, and it's still in the process of go- going global. And what's really interesting is Pokemon is the vehicle by which Western gaming is now starting to open up to like the Eastern markets. So like China, mm-hmm. you know, Singapore, Hong Kong, places like that. So we'll, we'll speak a little bit to that. And then as promised, we'll cover the very 
few existing details on the uh, Harry Potter MMO game coming from Niantic uh, and Warner Brothers San Francisco. So like we talked about last week, I said there was yes. we'd have some news on it. I was hoping there would be some more news by this week, but there's still not a whole lot out there other than it's gone into beta in Australia and New Zealand. So I think I'm actually registered for the beta for that. Are like, you really? On when the day that to... they announced it, yeah. I registered for beta for Yeah, that. sometimes uh, betas do come to Canada first so or second yeah. so before they come to the U.S., so yeah. hopefully so that's we'll, the case. We'll wait and see where I land on that. Uh, I usually get really lucky with these things. Mm. I don't know. I've got a really good track history for getting into betas for some reason, or alphas even for a couple of things. I, I think you just you probably see the stuff in a very timely fashion, I would, I would imagine, because you're, you're really plugged in. Well, so. I, I try to be. Do you, it's harder nowadays, to be honest. Well, no, because you're, you're good at using Discord and stuff like that, right? Oh, I mean, Discord's Discord, whatever. But yeah. yeah. I don't know how to use it. Like I just, to, I, I use it literally like just to chat. To be fair, app. you're also not a uh, like computer gamer. So yeah, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have a lot of those things uh, running all the I time. I own a gaming PC. It has been at my in-laws' house now for a year and more. <laughs> yeah. So. The big thing for me is I think I just have uh, newsletters from the just like the right sites. I just happen to have the right sites. So whenever something yeah. drops, I usually get pinged like four or five times. Nice. And that's usually where I will consume my news. Like for VR stuff, uh, like Road to VR, there's a couple others too. Okay. That I plug into to use yeah, for yeah. that. But other than that, I mean, yeah. There's probably a lot more incremental updates for things like VR though. There's actually something to see. Uh, on a regular basis um yeah it's off and on it's off and on we're getting a lot of new stuff now that i think quest dropped rift quest oh what's that i don't even know what rift uh, quest is wow i'm uh super unprepared wait oculus, rift so. quest is in guitar riff or Rift? no 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 like rift like oculus okay. rift gotcha oculus quest i think it's called gotcha oh that's um, right yeah yeah, yeah, so yeah this is the direct-to-consumer one they're doing that's right yeah it yeah. doesn't require a, a standalone computer it's, right uh, sorry it is a standalone device so uh similar to like a switch or what have yeah. you but vr and um it's got a couple of exclusive titles like vader or more immortal for star wars fans you play as interesting uh, vader okay yeah. Okay. Uh, but obviously, like Beat Saber stuff like that. So, and then you said this is Oculus. Does it need like a Facebook login to work? Is that the idea? Um, I don't know. Okay. There's a little unprepared to talk uh, facts on it, but what I what I can tell you is that it probably will require yeah. a Facebook login. I would assume. So we we can do we can look up the details. Maybe talk about it more in depth. Yeah, next yeah, week. yeah, 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 for sure. But it, it's uh it's definitely a step in the right direction for VR. Okay. Um, I think un unplugging themselves from having to have a very heavy computer. Is going to be good, but I think that VR is going to shine. Um, at least the hardware will once things like Stadia take off, because it's going to mm-hmm. offload all the heavy hardware onto the That's servers. Right. That's right, and then just run the stuff stream. Yeah, and w- once you get to that point, a lot of things open up, not just for VR, but for handheld gaming yeah. stuff on your phone, whatever. I'm sure companies like HTC, you know, predicted that. The holdup would be the hardware, but the uptake on things like the Vive. Yeah, no, yeah. Because you do have to have a pretty decent computer to be able to run it. Right, and and those limitations are slowly being pulled away. Yeah. And just like any other device, you know, after the first wave of people who kind of like, you know, back it, you're going to get a second wave of early adopters, and those people will also kind of push that thing forward. Mm-hmm. But once you kind of get to the third, fourth wave of stuff, that's where you really start yeah. to get some inheritance from the actual just general consumers. Yeah. So it'll be really interesting to see cool. yeah, if very, that happens. Very similar to how we were very early adopters of watching porn on Nintendo Labo. So similar yeah. to that, yeah. So we were, yeah, we were Nintendo's going to literally kill us. We were in the door first on this, people. If they we were ever the, hear this. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, 
don't think if they actually heard this though, they'd be like, "Well, clearly these these two men are not at all technically inclined to do anything like that." No. So. <laughs> no, not at all. I just I love the idea of holding this like firearm looking piece of cardboard up to my face. <laughs> yeah. Switch in there. <laughs> oh man. We need to not. That'll be the day, man. Oh, actually, you man. know what? I saw the the kits are on sale right now. The uh, the robot kits for Nintendo Labo. They're twenty nine bucks. I was thinking about grabbing one. Twenty nine oh, yeah. Canadian. Yeah, yeah. I was I was very very close to grabbing one the other day. Then I remembered. Ah, but it is still cardboard in a very short game. Right. So uh, and that, that's what helped me off. But I I, I kind of regret not grabbing one. So I hope it's still on sale. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll check here. Well, we'll let check. me know. But yeah, I'm uh I'm on the fence as far as that thing's concerned right now. Yeah, we should just get really plastered one night and play some uh, Labo. I'd probably make it a lot of fun. Wow, did I not turn off my phone? Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, I don't even know if I turn my... Yeah, I might. Cool, so then we'll go ahead and get into, I guess we'll do the Harry Potter news first. There's not a whole lot to cover there, except I did look up the details because I'm very interested. I'm a fan of Niantic after Pokemon Go, obviously. It's been a worldwide phenomenon since 2016. Uh, Man, do you remember when Pokemon Go first came out? Yes. It was nuts. There was like on the news, there was just like armies of people traveling around cities together on foot trying to track down the Pokemon. Literal, like huge mobs yeah. of people. Yeah. It was amazing. It was one of the coolest collective gaming experiences I think I've ever seen. It like, was also like a huge thing for uh, for dating, actually. It was. Because absolutely. a lot of people would just kind of meet other people at these pokey stops and then just start talking. Yeah. And then there's like a huge boom of just yeah. this weird, like people, because they always would have like, you know, something in common, right? And it was and interesting then, because back then, I guess the only Pokemon games we had before that would have been ones where it was either single-player game or you play online in terms of PvP, so you wouldn't really ever yeah. come face-to-face with anyone except uh, maybe like cons and stuff. If you got together, yeah. it was usually a big area where people all get together to trade Pokemon and things like that. Yeah. So other than that, though, you wouldn't really have too much interaction among the players. That is going to be crazy with Sword and Shield, I think. because oh, it's going to be nuts. Uh, that is a um, dedicated player base, people yep. who play Pokemon. Yep. And with a mainstream Pokemon game coming to a, like, console console, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be pretty fantastic. I'm not talking, like, Pokemon Stadium, right? Like, the, obviously, that came to console, but it's not oh, a legit different. Yeah. Pokemon game. So there's already, what, 27 million installed Switches out there. Now, there's people who got the Switches for themselves, like us. I think there's, like, 27 million or something like Damn. that. Damn. There's, I be- there's I, a lot. I believe it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about it. There's a lot. It'll be, the, like, the next 50 million seller in terms of consoles. So, yeah, it's a pretty big deal. I mean, you know, um, Nintendo does this weird thing, right? Where they have, when they first got the Wii up and running, mm-hmm. uh, it was like this revolutionary thing. You know, you, you be active, move around when you're playing games. Yeah. And then, like, the Wii U tanked. <laughs> yeah. And then, and man. then uh, some time passed. And then all of a sudden, we had the Switch come out of nowhere. And uh, when that hit, all of a sudden, Nintendo was back in the game. Yeah. It's like, what a love-hate relationship with that company. It was, uh, yeah, it's very wishy-washy, very up and down, yeah, because the GameCube yeah. was way down. Even the N64 was kind of in the oh, middle I, I would say N64 did really well, but uh, I don't know, like... Well, it only sold like 10 or 11 though. million units in total, I think. But back then, there was not a lot of gamers. Eh, that's true, yeah. 
Like gaming was not what it was now. Yeah, but compared to like compared to like the PS One, which the original model sold like thirty five million. You know what? I, like it was a, that is true. It was a resound, but it was also a CD player. It was it was a built in CD player you could yeah. get in like nineteen ninety five. So and then a lot a of people deal. actually bought the PS Two because it would play Blu rays and oh uh, no d- was it? DVDs DVD and no. It was, the, it was a DVD player. The PS3 was a Blu-ray player. Was that it? Okay, so then it was the PS3 that a lot of people bought. Well, PS2 sold as a DVD I, player, too. I could have sworn P- PS2 had PS2 Blu-ray. to date is still the most successful home console of all time. Really? Yep. yep. 148. 148 million units, I How believe. How do you remember these fucking numbers, we, man? We looked it up before for some some bit we did, and <laughs> I, I some of these numbers just stick with me. Fair but, enough. Uh, yeah, so something like a Switch would have a long way to go, but there's going to be a lot more iterations of the Switch because now that they're phasing out the 3DS, this is going to become the new portable system. Likely, at E3, they're going to reveal two new models of the Switch. There's still a lot of rumors flying around about this one, likely with the fixed controllers on the side. Yeah. So it'll be a value model just for travel, just for kids, and then uh, maybe a pro model as well for the people who maybe have had it for a couple of years and are looking to get something new can get it on a really nice upgraded model. Here's the question. These new models, can you transfer your downloadable games to them? Like your your Nintendo Shop games? Yes, there's already a function available to do that. The tricky part, though, is until now, there's been no shop that's carried over. So the only way to transfer games from one console to another, save with like 3DS, yeah. was to set them up near each other and use NFC, which took ages. It took so long to oh, do. Oh, I don't care about that, but yeah. I must assume that their shop now is going universal. God, I hope so. I, I hope really this is the last do. iteration of the Nintendo eShop. Be- well, I, I don't see how a console could come up with digital um, copies of things yeah. and not pass them on in this day and age, especially with uh, the PlayStation making the um, like the harking yeah. back to all of the old iterations, mm-hmm. like being able to play everything retroactively. Yep. Um, like that's a that's look, something. Look at, that, I don't know why they got rid of that. Look at the Wii U; they just shut down the eShop for that. So all these people who had bought games on it before, basically, you had to download all of your games for the last time because the shop went keep away. Them there and yeah. keep them. So yeah. and hopefully your system survives. That seems so backward. In Isn't that nuts? Age. Because like, and this is one thing I've never understood about consoles. Because whenever I've seen consoles go out and do this, where they have for their generation of like that year of or that iteration of console. Uh, these things that people will buy, all these games, and then the next iteration they have to rebuy them. That's never made sense to me, being a PC player, because Steam, no matter what you're using, is transferable. Right. Everything is based on cloud. Yeah. Which all these shops are. All yep. of them are. Yep. D- despite what they may try and tell you, everything is transferable. <clears throat> So oh, like totally. this is like a huge totally. thing where they're effectively gutting their own customer base and yeah. nobody says anything about it. Well, but this is like what we talked about last week with Sony now getting into bed with Microsoft to to get access to their cloud, right? Because the PS5 yeah. will likely have some sort of major cloud capability. Maybe not expre- expressly pushed at the beginning over physical media, but certainly it's going to be there and it's going to be just waiting for its time to become the mainline way to play games in the future. See, this has always been weird to me with Sony because there was a time where it was going to make an alliance with Steam. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. There was like a Must brief have been a long time it was a ago. brief window. Yeah. Um and it was about to come out and then I think something killed the project. I don't know what it was. I'm sure there's some drama around that. That would have been that would have been a good partnership. It would have been. Because right? they already they already have a cloud well, the thing big was enough that, to support it. And the thing was that uh Sony didn't really have a, a digital marketplace yet at the time. Okay. Um oh they did, but it was it was janky. It wasn't that great. So that was a partnership I was looking forward to, but unfortunately it never took off. Uh, 
I'm wondering though, with this kind of alliance of consoles coming up, are they well? Obviously, they're worried about Stadia. They'd be idiots not to be worried about it. But my question is, are they going to finally snap uh, that whole barrier that they've had about cross-platform play? That's Presu- that's I'm, the real question. Presumably, I mean, because Microsoft the- has already done it to a large part. PC has. Sony's the outlier here. Mm-hmm. Um, but now Sony is saying, well, PS5 players will be able to play with PS4 players in the same game. So likely it's going to end up coming up that, yeah, you can play competitively with people on Xbox as well. That would be nice. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, with access to Microsoft's cloud servers, I can't imagine it wouldn't. I mean, there would be no excuse at that point. It would just be like... Oh, yeah. Would, no, ignorance. the only excuse would be that they just don't want that to happen. Right, right. Um, which I would hope that at this point that they start seeing that as a bad play. Because yeah. at, at this juncture, it's, it's no longer a, a me or you. It's yep. a we survive or we die. Sony, play nice. Play nice. For the people out there who are playing these things on Twitch and advertising everything, they're only playing on systems where it's like cross-platform at this point. So I think it makes sense. Well, yeah. I mean, you play on like an Xbox or you play on PC either way. Well, fair. Yeah. I mean, you see PlayStation users still sometimes. Oh, sure. Yeah. But but they sort of... I see that a lot of times the Sony stuff kind of exists within the Sony ecosystem because Mm -hmm. they have like their play share or whatever on on the PS4. So I typically see a lot of stuff on there. I don't see a whole lot being streamed. Live on Twitch from PlayStation. Anyway, so we were talking about Harry Potter Wizards Unite. So this is the MMO coming up from Niantic, published by Warner Brothers, and it's also being worked on by Warner Brothers Game San Francisco. Um, and Niantic is also based in San Francisco, I believe. Yeah, I believe I heard that somewhere. So, oh, Maybe sorry, not. no, no, it's being published by Niantic, which is kind of different. So it's developed by Warner Brothers Game San Francisco, San Francisco, and Niantic, and published by Niantic rather than Warner Brothers. That's very confusing, but that's what's happening. Hold on a second. So it's using the same tech, though, right? Yep. For... Oh yeah, yeah. Like the photos, so, the photos even look like yeah, Pokemon it looks Go. Literally yeah. the same. <laughs> uh, different color palette. Yeah, so it's not the same. The color palette's a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be. I'll, no matter what happens, I think that everyone will get it because two reasons. One, they want to see how it's different from yeah. Pokemon Go and what's evolved. Right. Uh, then I think one or two things are going to happen. One is going to be a resounding success, and we'll see another surge of these AR games kind of proliferate for probably about four or five months, just like how Pokemon Go was like big for four or five months. Right. Um, and then it'll die down. But what will be interesting to see is if Pokemon Go gets a swell of returning people because they go into this game thinking it's going to be the next best thing. It's not that great. Then they go, oh, well, I'm going to check out Pokemon Go anyway because I'm kind of on this kick mm-hmm. now. They go back to Pokemon Go, see all the new updates, and now stay there. That could be a very interesting play. Yeah, there will be a massive push at the very beginning, just like with Pokemon Go. So one thing that was just announced as well is J.K. Rowling has three short stories based in the Harry Potter universe that are set to release in online format only next month. So basically these are to flesh out. I think it was something about the, the Fantastic Beasts, and then there was something about... I don't know if it was Horcruxes or some other some other thing going on in the universe. Anyway, okay. she's going to come out with three short stories, not based around any particular character in the universe, but just about some of the background of some of the items in the universe. Oh, that's cool. So I guess it's a little bit of a multimedia event. Uh, I think they're testing the waters as well with stuff like that, just trying to see if you know now is the right time to kind of introduce uh, maybe a new story within that universe. So certainly Warner Brothers, <laughs> Harry Potter has always been kind of one of their bread and butter properties yeah. so i think uh they're always looking to develop it even further i think fantastic beast has done well 
However, I, I, I would imagine I really want to get back to the wizarding world, like in, in terms of the schools and, and, and Hogwarts and things like that. Well, there was a there was a word that with Fantastic Beasts, it was going to kind of uh, show off a bit of what um, America had to offer and that there was going to be kind of a segue from Magical Beasts into the North American schools. That'd be great. That'd be really, really cool. Uh, so. Which would make sense because... Um, Looking at it from a business model, strictly, mm-hmm. uh, the Harry Potter series is essentially done. Right, right. right. This is Harry the, Potter story arc. This is, is done. the yeah, the story arc is done. So this is just the world, the Wizarding World, effectively, whatever it's been given a name. If right. it has, I don't know. Um, Harry Potter verse, let's call it that. Yeah. And uh, as soon as Magical Beasts end, that'll be two plot lines that have come and gone yep and have done relatively well um cinematically look very similar to each other yes totally. which is good having cinematic consistency yep. is huge despite hogwarts always looking different in all the other movies because everyone has i'm gonna redesign the castle it's like stop, it's stop like, yeah stop. yeah better and better <laughs> cg along the yeah. way uh but we're going to get i think this will be their big push for something that'll be consistently coming like bringing in money right and building and building and building upon this ip and then at some point there'll be some kind of game this might be it i doubt it though uh where it'll really bring in a lot no there there actually is so there's another one in the works that we mentioned it briefly a while back so it's being developed by either activision or ubisoft or ea i don't remember who wait no it'd be warner brothers games making it yeah and it'd be wb and um, <clears throat> it's actually set to be like a large open world single player format game. See, that's not what I'm talking about, though. No, no. Whatever it's going to be, it has to be multiplayer. It's got to be something okay. to draw in people because um, single player games. Don't get me wrong, fantastic. They have their place. Yeah, they're amazing. Uh, they can tell a very, very good story. They'll make, they'll make money or not. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they can usually tell a really good concentrated story. But the thing is with an MMO is that, and this has kind of come and gone over the ages right we had a, the first influx back in everquest everquest 2 kind of that stuff mm-hmm. and then it died down world of warcraft kind of resurged the mmo oh, population yeah. big time then it was huge for a long time and now it's kind of died down a little bit and like new form quote-unquote mmos have cropped up they're not really like the mmorpg style yeah a lot a lot of stuff on mobile too well yeah of, so know. there's been a lot of these things popping up but i think that we're going to see another wave of mmorpgs hit mm-hmm. soon there's been a couple that have been in the works for like the next last like six seven years right uh that have been gaining some steam so we'll have to wait and see i mean ultimately the genre may be dead i don't mm-hmm. think it is i think everything mm-hmm. kind of comes back it's cyclical yeah. So we'll we'll see a big thing for potentially Harry Potter. That would be neat. Man, um, I just hope that if they see. venture back into the movie universe, they're not going to do like a prequel series. Like I really I would really prefer to see a sequel series using Harry Potter as like a teacher, professor, professor or well, something be, else. Well, he'd be an or, right? What's that? He'd be an or, right? Well, Isn't hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, so it's essentially like detective right. kind of stuff. That'd be cool. With uh Ruth Radcliffe, I think it would be neat uh, as he gets a little bit older for them to do they that. They should. They I think should. they should. I think they should. Yeah, I think so that would be smart. It's it, nowadays everybody wants to. Seems like they want to do prequel series and things like that. I'm I'm not that into prequel series personally. Like I, um, I I've enjoyed watching prequel series, but I don't I don't invest in them the way that I would invest in something that I don't already know the ending of. <laughs> so right, I think yeah, then that's true. Right, you always kind of know how things are going to play out. I think Harry Potter, we will see a prequel, but I, I'm going to guess that 
does happen, it'll probably be just hardcore Wizarding World stuff. Yeah. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't be Voldemort, wouldn't be yeah. any of that. I mean, there might be an homage to it, but I doubt it. Okay. I think it'll be more so... I could see them doing a uh, series or a series of movies around uh, Dumbledore going through school. They could. Yeah, yeah. Young young and Dumbledore. I mean, and yeah. Shrug. It could be good. It could be horrid. Yeah. <laughs> and then the bullies but. will call him, hey, Dumbledork, like that. Like, yeah. that's what they'll say. That'll be, like, the, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> God, that depressing i just came up with that on the spot i know so it's 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 out there it's patented they can't use it now so but what else about this thing do we have any other information about like how it works totally totally so it's an ar based game so similar to pokemon go like we were just talking about players will be able to visit real world locations while casting spells discovering mysterious artifacts and encountering iconic characters and legendary beasts from the harry potter universe so apparently it's going to draw inspiration from Pokemon Go and Ingress. So likely that means there's going to be stops of some sort to spin and, and gain items from. There's likely going to be gyms or castles or, or some form of magical place where you go to battle things and, and gain new items and, and new whatever's you're battling with. However, in the game, you are able to choose uh, your character, your, uh, sorry, you're going to be able to choose your wizarding house, your wand, and also your profession. So either professor or or Magizoologist. Oh, okay. So, all right, whatever. That could be fun, I guess. Actually, that reminds me. I need to send a message to Niantic about uh, how I want them to give me my own faction. That's not going to ever happen, but I've told you, right? I've leveled up this far, and I haven't joined one of the three factions. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I've been, whenever somebody asks me why, I'm like, because I'm, I'm part of Team Rocket. Ask, oh, the God. And that's and that's that what I was I was really considering asking Neant. They will never respond to that. You know, it's question, funny too but... because so since I don't know maybe the last six months of updates or maybe seven months, there's been actually an item that you can purchase now. It costs quite a lot of money, but it's a one-time use medallion to allow you to switch teams. That's hilarious. Yeah, and so you, think and you is, still don't even have a team. I don't even have a team. That's amazing. I'll send them a message. I'll be like, "Hey, look, I'll buy this if you give me the option to go Team Rocket." That'd be the best if they just put in Team Rocket. Why, yeah. not? why not? I mean, why not? I mean, I would I would not go anywhere with yeah. it. Obviously, I wouldn't be able to like outshine a bunch of the gems. There's too many Tell other you, players. Man, get it on Twitter, put them on blast. I'll share it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you got to do. You got to put these guys on blast. We'll see. That's how it works. So that's all the Harry Potter news that really is. There's not actually a whole lot else to the game. There's a couple screenshots floating around out there. I'm sure if you were to look it up. On YouTube at this point, you'd probably find at least a few gameplay videos from Australia or New Zealand. I haven't had a chance to look it up yet. But for all intents and purposes, this is Pokemon Go, but Harry Potter. So there you go. So. Are they going to uh, region lock the schools? Oh, good question. That would be interesting, right? If everyone yeah. over in the UK is joining like 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 Hogwarts-style schools, yeah. but over here we're joining uh, the North American ones. That'd be cool. It'd be interesting. You join whichever ones you have available to you. But obviously... A lot of people are going to choose, like, Gryffindor right off the bat. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. If people over here can't. Right. That'd be interesting. It would be interesting. There'd be an uproar. They'd be angry. Uh, there would be an uproar. But at the same time, though, there it could it would have the potential to really give a strong backing to these schools that haven't really been mentioned very much. It would send a strong message, too. Like, for all you people out there who all think you're Gryffindor, guess what? Some of you guys, you're Hufflepuff. Like, I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. It's fine. I'm probably more like a Ravenclaw. I'm cool with that. Uh, I think every time that I've done the, like, but house are you kind of thing. You're Slytherin. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time. I, 
<laughs> I would guess that. Yeah. I would guess uh, that. There's a couple times I've come out as Ravenclaw. Yeah. When we did the studio tour in LA, when we went there, the Warner yeah. Brothers studio tour, you have the chance to sit and get the hat on your head. Yes. And Amanda did it, and she got put into Gryffindor. And I really regret we were in a rush trying to get out of there, because they're always rushing you yeah, from yeah, one place yeah. to another in the tour. And uh, and I really regret not doing it, because I would have loved to hear what it told me I was. So, but I guarantee it probably would have been Ravenclaw. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm feeling. No, nah, I think I'm I'm doomed to Slytherin no matter what. Yeah, it's okay, man. But I, I'm actually I don't oppose that. It's fine. I think it gets a bad <laughs> it gets a bad rap. It does get a bad rap. I think because they even say like Slytherin is a great house. It's produced some of the best yeah. wizards in the wizarding community. Yeah. No, I th- I think in the Harry Potter community, I I think it is highly respected and highly regarded. Yeah. So like, I think everyone kind of and that's also where as, Snape like, came from as well, right? Yeah, yeah, and you and you can't deny that he was at in at the end of it like one of the more noble characters. He was absolutely noble. He was so noble. Yeah. He he had to play the toughest role possible, right? Yes. So he had to play sort of this, the this double, double agent. agent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So interesting, interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the Harry Potter news we have for this week. We'll go ahead and move into the <laughs> Pokemon news. Oh yeah. May 28th, this is what we were talking about. There was a Pokemon press conference held by the Pokemon company in Shibuya. Oh, man, we're probably brutally ma- ma- like mangling that pronunciation. No, no, no. I no. I speak some Japanese. Oh, God, don't. Actually, they would say Shibuya. Shibuya. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So okay. it's just it's just three syllables. So okay. it would be very, very simple. So See, yeah, I Shibuya. thought that was the case, too, but then I try to pronounce a uh, area of, uh, I think it was a Pathfinder that is like... Anyway, uh, effectively, it's like an Asian kind of centric zone on the map. Okay. And when I try to pronounce, do the pronunciation of the word that this area is, I butchered it for years. <laughs> Wait, who knew this? Who knew that you'd been butchering it? Nobody did because we found out recently one of the other guys was looking up some information. And when he saw the pronunciation for this continent, he was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we've been saying it wrong i'm like what that's He's amazing like, yeah we've that's been saying amazing it really wrong <laughs> that happens to me a lot of times with like names so in this case though we're gonna go with shibuya yeah so there's right. a couple reasons why they they held it in shibuya one uh it's a major it's a major cultural and uh and city hub in t- within tokyo right so this is one yes. of the major boroughs of tokyo uh for those who don't know tokyo tokyo is an absurdly massive city uh and it's basically an amalgamation of many other cities altogether. And I can't even say smaller cities because Shibuya, Shinjuku, places like that, they're absolutely massive. So, so they, they have their own like city cores. So yes. it's wild to see. So just how big the city is. Anyway, so they held it in Shibuya. Shibuya, uh, the reason, the second reason why they held it there is because Shibuya is actually getting a new mall. And I can't remember exactly what it was called. So they talked about a couple different malls. One of the malls they mentioned was actually in Singapore. It was called the Jewel Mall, J-U-U-L, I guess. And the second one they mentioned is one in Shibuya. The reason why this is important is because they're announcing new Pokemon Center shops. So in Asia, they're opening up all these Pokemon Center shops. And it sounds cool. It's like places you can go to experience some Pokemon culture and also to buy a lot of Pokemon merchandise. Oh, man. So it's the Disney store, but for Pokemon. Basically, that's a great description. It really looks like the Disney store of Pokemon. So that'll be coming to North America. Uh, hopefully, yeah, to the major, like Toronto, I could see getting one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something like, like that. Uh, it, that is entertaining. Yeah. And it's something that I'm surprised that hasn't really been a thing up until now. Because Pokemon, while it is not exactly 
necessarily what some people would call mainstream. Mm. I mean, Pokemon Go has definitely shown that there is an audience. And they're willing to spend money. Yes. And they have money because a lot of them are adults <laughs> who yes. have been a fan for a long, long time. So I guess that's probably why. Yeah. Because at this point now, adults will go out and buy stuff from these Pokemon stores mm-hmm. and give it to their kids. Yeah. And that'll, of course, entice their kids into sure. the next. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I would it, come it, at this from a marketing thing, but I mean, it'll be fun. Yeah. So but, get yeah. this. Now, the Pokemon Center, they're opening up in Shibuya in this brand new mall they're building. Yeah. And when you walk in, it's going to have a full life-size Mewtwo inside of the glass tube. Of course. It yeah. And it's gonna like be able to like reach up to the window and stuff. It, it looks wild, like the 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 mock up of it they had when nice. they showed it in the. In the uh, I'll have to take a look at that. that. That could be a lot of fun. I know that Disney's done a lot of really crazy stuff recently with like their um, holographic imaging and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, there has been a couple of times actually where I see stuff uh, that Disney puts on display just as like random filler in their lines mm. going on like certain rides. And oh stuff yeah, like that. And I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah, how they fucking did that. You know what got me was the. Um, You've probably seen it if you're going on the uh, the Toy Story ride, yes, in Tomorrowland, and you see the Buzz Lightyear. He's like yes. a big life size Buzz Lightyear. So now you're the size of the toy, yes. And this is a life size Buzz Lightyear, and his he he's just a a statue, but his face is like fully animated. And I'm yes. just, I'm sitting there watching it, thinking like, is it like it an LED screen? It's like, a it's like a pseudo holographic. Yeah, yeah. They've somehow projected this. It's it's a it definitely looks like it's 3D. Like it doesn't look like it's flat image at all. If you ever get the opportunity, I'm sure you will eventually, knowing kind of like how our grander family works, yeah. that you'll end up back in Florida. Uh, next year, likely in February. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, when you go to the parks, go to the Avatar ride. I've heard it's amazing. Okay. It, I cannot do it justice. Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be good. Uh, I waited an hour. Uh, I, sorry, I waited five hours or so in line whoa i've heard of long waits for it too yeah. actually from other family members yeah so it was a, it was an absurd wait yeah and i'm going through this line thinking to myself i'm like why am i waiting this long for the stupid fucking ride and when i got off the ride i was like i would wait double that really and go back in line so this is obviously the avatar section set up at animal kingdom so, yes. which I haven't been to yet. So, Animal Kingdom would be a first time for me going there. When you go there, it's breathtaking. Like, yeah. Disney does not pull punches when it comes to immersion. Like, no, they have they floating don't. rocks and everything, dude. Yeah. Wait till you see it, dude. I it's can't wait. Nuts. I can't wait. That's so cool. That's so I mean, cool. I, maybe maybe I'm just blowing it out of the water as like way too much hype. But like, I was honestly well. No, surprised. next year I want to do Hollywood Studios for the Star Wars uh, for okay. Galaxy's Edge. Yes, and because uh, that that's actually in I guess you call it beta in previews right now. Yeah. So people in the previews are saying that um, what's really cool about this is all 1,400 people who work in that park are all unique characters with yes. their own backstories and costumes. Yes. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, it's it's their their whole thing recently has been like this ramp up of immersion. Yeah, for their parks, and it is crazy the lengths they go to, and not only that they're gonna have all these unique characters, but if I remember correctly, none of the characters can actually reference anything outside of that section of the park. That's they can cool. only talk about uh, galactic events within Star Wars. Yeah. Like they have to be 100% immersed at all times. That is amazing, dude. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't wait to go. Can't wait to go. So back to the Pokemon press conference. We got Sunakazu Ishihara, who's the president and CEO of the Pokemon Company, who is the main presenter, uh, giving us a glimpse of, uh, of the brand and how it's going global, starting with Pokemon Quest moving into China. Now, I didn't know this. But apparently China has never seen a mainline Pokemon game release, 
which is quite confusing to I me. I didn't know that. No, it's yeah. not confusing to me. It's not confusing. It's just odd. Yeah, it is odd. So, But apparently there's a massive base there. So presumably these guys are importing copies of the game from wherever and just playing those. So there's yeah. obviously a massive player base there. Um, I think I would think, too, one of the holdups would be that the Pokemon Go game proper mm-hmm. actually needs Google to be able to log in. Yes. So over there they'd have to roll it out with something totally different. Well, um, if it has rolled out, I mean, it's not even just the Pokemon Go thing. I'm I'm more interested to see what versions they were importing uh, from for the other like Pokemon games. Yeah, to, other to, uh, to cultivate that following. It, it would have been like Korea, Japan, Hong Kong. Maybe Hong Kong might have been getting them the whole time. But Hong so, Kong would be getting the English version. I would, yeah, or something. I don't know. Like, but they'd be getting some version of it, and presumably yeah. that would be disseminating into uh, China proper. So. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. But Pokemon Quest is going to be the first mainline game developed specifically for Chinese audiences. So in this particular press conference, they announced early on, uh, Ishihara actually announces early on that uh, they intend to do the entire conference in three languages, English, Japanese, and Chinese. And he spe- says specifically uh, to sort of honor that new market they're rolling out into. And, That's uh, good for them. Well, it is good for them. It's a massive deal well, for them. Sorry for them. Yeah, obviously. Oh, my deal. God. They're going to make I mean, so much money. I've always been a, a, in the mindset of... Uh, and slightly naive, possibly, that you should always give people the opportunity to enjoy something that they want to like. Uh, so the fact that they're going out and doing that for the fan base that is there, I think, is is great. Yeah. Despite the political climate, I think that that shouldn't uh, be interfered with um, on an entertainment basis. Yeah. So I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And another weird thing that kind of happened early on was he invited somebody from Toho, out Toho Company, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Japanese you know, big animation television mm-hmm. production company, uh, out onto the stage, and he announced that uh, Pokemon, or, I'm sorry, Pokemon Detective Pikachu uh, has been a resounding success. Oh, they're, yeah. they're a big fan of it. Oh, and it's, then, it's been insane. And so now keep in mind, this is this is a Pokemon event put on by the Pokemon Company, and then he yes. starts talking about Godzilla because <laughs> he says something oh, along the lines. No. And this is weird because these Japanese guys are usually very. They stick to the program, right? Yeah. But then he kind of goes off on a tangent. He's like, oh, you want to see more Ken Watanabe? Go see the new Godzilla from Toho coming out, you know, I whatever. Mean, he must have been cleared for that plug. And then, I don't know, because Ishihara comes back out. Then he's like, okay, well, that, that was an interesting departure from absolutely nothing about Pokemon. <laughs> Something to that wow. effect. Yeah, so I don't know. It seemed like it, it was a bit of a departure. And the guy announced that he's likely going to be um, sitting on the board of directors for, I believe it was the Pokemon Company. So they're okay, gonna, that is really odd. Yeah, so I guess that means that we're going to get a lot more Pokemon movies, which is okay if there's going to be someone from Toho on oh, the Oh, there's no directors. surprise there. Yeah. Um, I would hope that they would lean more towards a show-based structure for their stuff. I don't know, man. Because I'm a huge proprietor of, like, just yeah. doing shows. But there's there's already so much Pokemon cartoon out there. Like, Sun and Moon is still going. Forget the cartoons. Do a live action. Yeah. Well, they may. I mean, they've shown that they can do it. Yeah. We yeah. now know that a live-action Pokemon is possible, so make it a show. So, speaking of Detective Pikachu, so another big announcement was they're going to come out with Detective Pikachu on the Nintendo Switch. So it's the full game, plus, apparently, the original had ended on some cliffhanger ending, so now they're introducing a new ending onto the game as well. Interesting. And it's supposed to be an alternative ending to what we saw in the film. Right. Because they probably want to make more Detective Pikachu games, and it'd be very tough to do based on the ending of the film. Yeah, um, um, yeah, that's odd. I'll, I'll wait. I'll hold judgment on that. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the new big announcement for the Switch, and then we also have 
Pokemon Masters was announced, which apparently is an iOS and Android game coming from a po- a mobile Pokemon company uh, called DNA, as in D-E-N-A. So Dina. It does say Dina, yes. <laughs> that That's exactly how it reads is Dina. So <laughs> <Okay>. Dina. <laughs> that's really funny, actually. So I'll just read this verbatim. I'm on uh, NintendoEverything.com here, so just quoting quoting their article here because there's there's it's kind of loaded and they they wrote it well. Pokemon Masters enables players to experience a new type of Pokemon battling on the go and features many famous Pokemon trainers from the long history of Pokemon video games. Gameplay will be optimized for smart devices for a casual but uniquely Pokemon experience. Um, there's something in there that lost me a little bit. Pokemon having a bunch of like trainers, name a lot of trainers from Pokemon that you know. Brock. Cool. <laughs> oh, that's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, there's some characters in the shows, but yeah. Pokemon from was Misty a trainer? Yeah. Uh, no, no, it was she like a ma- like a master, like a gym leader. Yeah, yeah she the, takes over. The yeah. Bugs. Yeah. No. She, what? No. Water types. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the original showman. I was like ninety-seven. What? Come on. Anyway, so there's been other characters that have come in with different uh, like leagues and stuff yeah. like that for the different shows. But even with that, a lot of them, and interesting characters as such as they are, mm. Pokemon's never been, outside of the shows, has never been about those characters to me. Because Pokemon, the games have always been, you're playing like yourself or mm. like uh, a character that you've uniquely made. Right. So if there's having you play as these characters, if mm-hmm. that's what it is, and maybe it's not, maybe you do make a custom character, I don't know. But if it's not making a custom character, you're having to play as these iconics. Right. I actually don't have any interest in that. Unless and the gameplay is like phenomenal, then okay, fine. But Pokemon to me has just never been about that. And it's a little bit confusing how it's going to work because if it's its own game, presumably it's its own ecosystem as well. So there's not a whole lot of understanding as to what it will actually be. However, another item was announced called Pokemon Home, which might actually shed some light on this. Okay. So now I'm just going to go ahead and quote this verbatim as well, again, from NintendoEverything.com. So it says, Now trainers can bring all their Pokemon together with Pokemon Home, a new cloud service app that enables them to continue their Pokemon adventures beyond a single game system and manage their collection of Pokemon across many other games. So and it says it's going to bring together Pokemon from directly from Pokemon Home, uh, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee, and Pokemon Sword and Shield. So oh, presumably once you gain man. yeah, once you gain access to all of your backlog of Pokemon as well in those games, you're gonna have a ton of Pokemon to use. But I it's not clear though if maybe you move Pokemon into one of these games and then it's completely out of the other ecosystem. Like so say if you have a Pokemon you've got in Sword and Shield, and then you move them into this this game, Pokemon Masters, if then they still exist in Sword and Shield as well, they may not. You might lose them in that game. I'm more thinking that, and I hope I'm wrong, actually, in this case, but I'm thinking that it's probably more of a gallery collection in home than it is an actual transfer point to bring things back into other games. I don't know, because it, it also says that it's it's avail- it'll be available on Nintendo Switch as well. Interesting. So, I don't know. It's okay, inter- something it, it to could, watch. It could just be a center point, and they also haven't said if it's a subscription-based service. So, obviously, you have to buy... Oh, boy. Yeah. I hope not. What what do you call it? You have to buy com- like a what do you call it? Computer space to store your Pokemon in to carry over from other games. So similar to that. Uh it would make sense, but I hope that's not the case. Yeah. 
Now, to supplement this experience, you also have the the aptly named Pokemon Sleep, which I've read a couple different articles on. Not a whole lot is making any sense as to what Pokemon Sleep actually is, except that I believe your Pokemon Go Pokemon, if you're getting regular sleep, will will actually level up if you sleep more. So the idea is to get a healthy amount of sleep, and you will somehow level up your Pokemon, and this works with an, a new device coming from Nintendo called Pokemon Go Plus Plus, which will connect to Pokemon Sleep and launch the app. What the f- Okay. I guess it's maybe like a wearable so that, that you go to sleep with I and then... I have no idea. Yeah. It's crazy. That's going to be really interesting to see what that even is. <laughs> I have no idea. I've been reading up on it. So if someone has any idea, please write in to uh, rotageekofficialpod at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter and let us know because I've tried to understand it and I don't. So I'm going to do some more research. All I understand is week. that Pokemon Company is trying to get more money out of me yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I don't understand why or how. So, or to what end? <laughs> but they probably will. <laughs> but they probably will. It's highly likely they will get more money out of me. Yeah. And those are all the major Pokemon announcements. Nice. So, that's it. Uh, apparently, there's another Nintendo Direct coming up soon. So, was my understanding? Anyway, likely, if there is one coming up here in the next couple weeks, it's going to be to announce whatever character is coming up next in Smash Bros. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, uh, we're in June now. So, E3 is coming right up here. Yes. Do you have any E3 predictions? Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones finally going to be featured as a fully fledged game. Uh, I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. So this uh, is obviously the Ubisoft pirate game coming up. Yes. Yep. Which they've not been exactly clear how multiplayer is going to be implemented that I've seen. Hmm. Uh, now, mind you, I haven't actually looked into the game in a while. So yeah, uh, the single player content that looks really cool. It's essentially just Black Flag uh, with some new bells and whistles. Mm. Uh, though I remember when I first watched some of the early footage, uh, it didn't really have the punch I was looking for in the thing. I think we may have talked about this before a little bit, but, uh, like when you were firing the cannons, things seemed to happen. Yeah. You mentioned a physics seemed a little off. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, It seemed more action combat than it was like how in Black Flag, it kind of felt like you were firing cannons and and whatnot. But these felt like you were firing guns that happened to fire cannonballs. A lot of it, too, when stuff like that happens, part of the feel is like the graphical flourish, right? So hopefully... Graphical and audio flourishes. And and I'm hoping that that's what it was. It's just that it was an earlier version, so they didn't didn't give it the the money shot, if you will, effect. And uh, that hopefully has been remedied. So speaking of Ubisoft, do you think they're going to announce a new Assassin's Creed? I think that it would be weird if they did. I didn't. thought they kind of hinted at the next location too. Now I can't remember where it was. Why is there not a modern Assassin's Creed yet? I don't know. Well, they kind of did portions in modern times back in Desmond's storyline. Yeah, yeah. But that, but that's what I'm saying though. I'm wondering why there hasn't been a focus to bring that forward. I think originally they wanted to make that uh, Watch Dogs, but Watch Dogs didn't do so hot. It did okay. Yeah, but Watch Dogs was so. Like kind oh of boring, boy. like <laughs> conflated. How do I even? <laughs> I've played one and two. I actually own one and two. Yeah. Um, I I think the only success for Watch Dogs basically oof. came from the fact that we all associated it with Ubisoft and Assassin's Creed at the time. Yeah, that was I think yeah. very popular. It was just it was just um, conflated with all of that. It was, yeah. yeah. But I mean, the first one had so many issues with kind of like how they put out false advertisement on how the game ran, and right? Stuff like that right. 
And then the second one kind of tried to cover their tracks, and they updated the protagonist yeah. and whatnot. So you're talking about the fact that it was supposed to be this living, breathing game world, and it turned out virtually every aspect of the game was scripted. Yeah, It was all planned. So just like every video game ever made all the time. So some things are... It, w- it wasn't as emergent as they let on. Right. Put it that way. Right. And this was also after games like Skyrim had already come out. So there was already games out there that had systems... Or even GTA, where like random things happen, and uh, you just kind of have to deal with it as you go along. Yeah. So, man, they, they've been doing that for a long time. It's interesting they couldn't quite hit on it. I, I think it may have just been uh, it was beyond their scope of or of capability. Yeah. But I mean, hey, uh, it, you know, pl- a plus for <clears throat> effort, I suppose. Now, it just unfortunately, didn't pan out. One big thing about E3 this year is there is no Sony. Sony will not be present there. However, Sony might still do a state of play on their own time. I understand the want to do your own thing, but at the same time, though, cheapening something that's supposed to be effectively a community yeah. uh, bit, which is E3, and I realize that you know E3 is its own thing, and that you don't want to necessarily give money to what could be perceived as competition, Yeah, but at the same time, there is a, a nice uh, feeling for a lot of the gamers of the world when right. they go to these things, when they see these things being announced, that everything is concentrated in one area. It's kind of like Christmas. Yeah. And it, it's sad to see these big names pulling out of something like that. It's also weird, too, because some of their biggest games are coming out of North American studios that are based in California. So, yeah. like, why wouldn't they just go to E3? Yeah. It's in L.A. I mean, I understand the why, but I, I don't understand um, the the wider scope view yeah i suppose yeah they i think i think they're missing the wider scope this is i think you're right it's a community event uh i would imagine it's a relationship building event as well so if you're someone yeah. in the industry who wants to build uh good relationships to come up with something good in the future yeah, networking right? this is the way to do it right yeah. so it's it is a shame to see they're not going to be there nintendo will still be there however they will not be doing like a big uh keynote speech so similar to the last couple of years they've done nintendo directs which is fine so the, the smash okay bros that. one last year was really freaking good yeah, you, you don't have to go there and make a big show of it. You don't need to make a bunch of false advertisements and have people on stage playing your game, yeah. quote-unquote, out. God, that's so fucking cringy. Yeah. It, was, the wor- <laughs> it is. The it worst is for that was Anthem. Oh, oh, my God, I want to blow my no, brains you out. No, you got to go back and look at the one. There was a Need for Speed. Uh, oh, yeah, that was bad. The the Need for Speed. I can't remember. He was just some influencer. Who was the guy? I don't know. I think he was just some influencer that got off Instagram or something, and he came and tried to, I don't know, show live gameplay of the game or to talk about it, but he couldn't even string a sentence together. Yeah. It was so bizarre. Like oh, it was, yeah. He was just like, this need the game, the, the, the oh, car. I love you the raised, editing like, of that. It was so When people bad. showed that, it was like, oh man, this it was is so cringy. Bad. Um, so I am looking forward to that, but you know what? I am looking forward to one thing out of E3. And I think it'll be every year that I look forward to this, so long as I keep doing it. And that's the panel for Devolver. Oh yeah? Yeah. Devolver Digital. I know, I know you've mentioned it before. Oh, my God. Yeah. Every year for the last couple of years has been fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, I, like, they throw everything back in your face. So, like, when everybody's talking about, like, oh, you know, they're dancing around microtransactions, stuff of like that. Devolver's like, nope, fucking microtransactions. Pay for them, bitches. Here's how we're doing our game. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's refreshing. It's nice. We should do a bit on that then. I want to. I want to see that this year. You got to catch up, catch yeah. up, because there's a story that actually strings these all along together. Really? There is. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna watch. There's an on stage story them this week. That's it's cool. Fucking. That's cool. Where did they start? It's, like what year? Uh, I think two or three years ago. Okay, so yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can find. Yeah, all just of them then. yeah, that's cool. And you got to watch them. They are so good. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have any big predictions this year. I don't believe that Microsoft is going to hint at their next console at E3. 
I think they're going to wait on that. Um, Sony, obviously, with the PS5, I think they're going to do that on their own time and their own state of play whenever yeah. that comes around. Uh, maybe even Tokyo Game Show, which, which comes in September. I think Microsoft's going to be all about Gears of War. I think they're going to be all about Halo. I think they're idiots so, not to be. Yeah, Temple franchises. That, those are their franchises yeah. that make them the Gears money. Gears of War, I think, is supposed to be this year. I don't think Halo yeah. is, but Gears of War is Gears. definitely supposed uh, to be yeah, this, this year. Yeah, this is a Gears year. And, and Gears, man, like that in and of itself is such a massive release. Now, they might save Halo for 2020. It could be a simultaneous release for Xbox One and the next box. The next, the next Microsoft console that I have aptly uh, named on this podcast, <laughs> and they can't take my name because now it's copyrighted. Yeah. So they can't do it. They can't do it. They can't happen. Anyway, not in Canada. <laughs> not in Canada, you motherfucker. Microsoft, you better not fucking take this name. No, you can take it if you really want to. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> well, you just release it. Yeah, yeah. It's just support the, the pod. Look, for as little as a dollar a month. <laughs> Microsoft pledges literally $1 a month. Could you they imagine? They have the money. Did you imagine? That'd yeah, be hilarious. We were just talking about it last week. That I'd company's worth like $958 billion. They can spare a dollar a month for owning a Geek Official podcast. I'd be down. Yeah, I'd be all about it. So, and that's basically it. I don't I don't know, man. Like, I, last year was an okay E3. It, Spider-Man was kind of the big thing from Sony and uh, I mean, that, Days Gone. That came and, yeah, yeah. Days I just, Gone just came out too, eh? It did, yeah. It's, it's yeah. doing okay. It's doing okay. I actually haven't played it yet. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's gotten pretty good reviews. Um, not great, but good. And people are saying there's technical issues in the game, so it just it Almost feels like is nowadays. yeah. But now they're saying you know it really in this case did feel like an unfinished game in many regards. That's so, unfortunate. Yeah, it's a That's shame. That's too bad because it, it looked like it could have been a really, really, really yeah. solid title. Based on what we learned recently about Sony's next gen hardware in terms of loading times and power, it might have also made sense just to kind of hold off on this one until next gen hardware. So just well, just just for the process. Why, why even why even hardware? We're really in the age of streaming, guys. Let it go. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I like I love owning physical yeah. stuff. I get it. Yeah. But don't focus everything on your hardware if no, you're no, going to no. be going digital. We're getting more cores, Rob. We're getting more cores. Save the cores for the blades in the server room, dude. <laughs> like, don't care. Just oh, don't man. care. So E3 predictions this year, yeah, I, I really have nothing else. I don't know if there's a big one come from Nintendo because they keep revealing weird incremental announcements. Is Google going to be there? Uh, interestingly, I don't know for Stadia. We should saying. find out. Yeah, that would be interesting. But uh, I think we're going to – are we aiming next year to go to E3? I think that's the goal, right? That may not be possible. Sure, I'd be all about it, yeah. So yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so. we should definitely try. Do California and Florida in one year. Oh, God. It could be pretty cool. Could be pretty cool. Be a strain on 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 funds, but well, who knows? Oh man, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be a good year. All right, well that's really all the notes I got. So E3 coming right around the corner. Hopefully we have something to report on for that next week. So likely, no, it's not this weekend, is it? It's this weekend. It is Tuesday, June 11th to Thursday, June 13th. Is that right? That sounds right. That's weird. It seems short. It seems very very short. Yeah, and, and I'm just looking over an article right now, and there's not really a whole lot in there other than <laughs> things we already know about. So that that's my worry, man. That, that's what I'm getting at with this is I, everything we already know about. Like, they're talking about, oh, like, there'll be, you know, uh, you know Starfield, and there'll be the new Avengers game that was just announced, and all these other – it's like, yeah, oh, but yeah. we already know about these things. You know what I mean? I, I, just, yeah. I, want, I want E3 just to be the thing where they drop a real big bomb kind of announcement uh, to the world. It's a perfect platform to use to do it. So anyway, that'll be that. We'll cover that in a couple weeks here. Uh, for next week, who the hell knows what we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk about something. So, And for anyone who wants to hear it, stay tuned because we'll have a sneak 
preview at the end of this episode very shortly here regarding our Weeby Goblins Pathfinder campaign. Oh, boy. I was going to tack on a little preview onto the end of this. Oh, boy. It's over the top, people. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Okay, and then uh, playing and watching. Not so yeah. much for me. I haven't been doing a lot. I've had a sick baby in the house, so yeah. okay. not a whole lot going on. But I think you've played or watched something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, let's see. Aside from doing more uh, Three Kingdom stuff, uh, Total War, if you haven't heard of it, check it out, whatever. Fantastic game. I actually was playing uh, the new Conan game. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it plays. Uh, I was actually playing it co-op with a friend. No, is this the? This isn't the MMO. No. Okay, because there was an MMO some time ago. Long time ago. That was the one. That was the one we talked about like last this time last year. They had like it had the dong physics, right? No, no. Okay, so that see people labeled that as an MMO. I don't know if it really is. It's really a multiplayer game. Oh, is that what you're playing now? No. Oh, okay. It's a different okay. game. Does, New game came out. But does it still have dong physics? Not that I've seen. Oh, what a shame! It's a it's a strategy game. More cores, man. They need more cores. I don't know if they if like you'd have to zoom in the camera really far, and then you have to move the character around. You have to be at the right angle to see the dong. It's true. It's true. Oh. Seems gratuitous at that point. Man, well, no, that's yeah. what I'm into. Yeah, <laughs> the gratuitous stuff. Yeah, fair enough. There's gratuitous blood. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, we're on the right track. Um, yeah. So the game uh, plays like a standard RTS in the sense of uh, your gonna have units building stuff like that building up defenses getting resources what have you uh but it plays a lot closer to if you've ever played a game called uh they are billions Mm. zombie survival rts Mm. game very 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 good um this feels like the 3d version um of that with co-op okay and uh you have hero units at the beginning too so you either get like conan or valyria or there's another character, and sad, I can't recall his name, Caster. Character. Okay. Uh, but you had to get him with like the Deluxe edition of the game, which is odd. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. I okay. know, interesting play, right? Yeah. To make something be requiring the Deluxe edition. But... <laughs> <laughs> it seems odd. It's not really Whatever a Deluxe. Whatever do, don't buy the regular edition of this game, people. Or you'll be out of character. You'll yeah. be bad. You'll have a bad time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so aside from that confusing nonsense, uh, the game itself is entertaining in the sense that it's a... Uh, a little bit different from other RTSs where you're normally building a base to fight another, like AI or whatever, building a base to fight you. In this game, you're effectively near the center-ish of the map, mm. and you have like your main base and your heroes and a little bit of funding to kind of start yourself up. But then what happens is a, a timer starts ticking down. And every time the timer hits zero, it spawns a wave of creatures from the from the edge of the map somewhere. So wait a second. So every player in this ma- in I guess it's a match. Yeah, it's, it's it? okay. one one two player. Okay, so it's either okay. co-op or single. And then so but you both are, are in the same geographic area all doing your thing to kind of build this up. Yes. Okay. Okay. And then the enemies come in. They spawn. Yeah, so essentially they spawn, they start swarming toward the uh HQ that you have okay. and they will try and top your HQ and your whole thing is to stop that from happening but at the same time being able to still defend your resource gathering and whatnot Mm. and you have a very uh limited at least at first uh force to defend with okay and if you're playing co-op you're splitting your income 
not resource like resources are all really to each their own but the income generated from hmm. each section uh splits so you're you're essentially working with the same budget as you would have had otherwise but now the decisions are being made on part of on two, two people. people yeah interesting so each, each person gets their own allotment mm. and even if i build something that adds to my resource yeah. gain it splits and gives you half Interesting. So we kind of have to coordinate what we're building in order to properly, efficiently run huh. the base, which is not bad actually. It, so, it was not that not that strenuous. So I guess it's that old two minds is better than one kind of principle. Do you think that's the case so um, far? Do I think that's the case? Not necessarily. Like mm-hmm. having two minds being better than yeah. one. Yeah. Not necessarily. You have to have a good teammate. Interesting. No. That being said, having somebody who's a little more skilled than. The other will yeah, yeah. get the other player up to up to snuff pretty quickly. Yeah. As long as the other person's like an actual cooperative player, not a I'm a lead you follow mm. player. Or I'm just gonna stand here and zoom in on the crotchal region looking for yeah. Don Physics kind of player. Right. Okay, you probably don't want him. No. <laughs> don't want Alex. Burn a lot of time. A lot yeah. of time doing this. Uh, <laughs> but does it move? <laughs> yeah. Uh, aside from that, though, I'm trying to think if I've been watching anything else. No, just more uh, watching more Backstreet Girls. I think I mentioned that last. Yeah, you mentioned the last time. It so- sounded good, actually. sounded good. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but entertaining. If you haven't watched it yet, definitely. Yeah, give, give it, a quick give it a rundown moment. again just for anybody who didn't hear that. Right. Okay. Episode. So it's uh, essentially some uh, three Yakuza guys uh, totally fuck up yeah. on, on a job that they do. This yeah, is the yeah. beginning of the show. You don't even see the job. You just know that they fucked up. And uh, their boss... Uh, in his <laughs> brilliant wisdom, decides, okay, I can either like essentially murder you or disfigure you, or I can ship you out to be to for gender reassignment to become yeah. pop idols. Yeah, yeah. And of course, they become pop idols. It's like a brilliant storyline. That's so it's ridi- cool. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. The animation on it's horrid. Yeah, like, yeah. it's really bad animation, but the content is entertaining enough that I'm actually able to stomach the terrible animation. But it's hilarious that like the animation's just that bad because like what happened is this guy, whoever whoever made the manga or whatever, is probably like badgering some big animation boss. And the animation boss is like, Fine, if I just give you whatever's in this drawer right now to make this damn show, will you leave my office forever? And he's like, Sure. And then it was like it was like fourteen hundred dollars. So now they're yeah. gonna make the whole show for yeah. next to nothing. So that's probably how it went down, but it sounds freaking entertaining. It is. I really wish that they had a better budget because I think that if, if it was even just like remotely ge- like generic animated like shonen yeah. jump level animation, it would it would greatly improve its survival. You were, you were saying last time it's somewhere in between like actual manga and like regular animation. Yeah. 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 It's it's not great. Yeah. Anyone who understands how animation works like looping and stuff like that sure. is abused. And like a lot like of still no shots business. of people talking inside their own heads and things yep. like that. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. This thing, like, <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, yeah. But it, the content is there. It's worth the watch. I think, like, I must have, there was a episode, I think it was like episode four or five. It's like only like a ten episode series. Yeah. Um, I was watching it, and at the beginning, they're they're essentially bitching about they're quote unquote bitching about stuff that their fans are giving them, but they're like using them anyway. <laughs> and I'm not gonna say the punchline for it, but when it it's happened, good. I fucking died. <laughs> I was laughing so hard I had to stop the show. Yeah, yeah. Because I just could not stop laughing. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I was to, in tears. Do you need to know a lot about like the idol sort of You don't, but culture? I, think, I think most people do nowadays. Yeah. Especially uh, anyone who's like BTS fans, stuff sure. like that. All the same stuff, yeah. Yeah, same it's stuff. all the same stuff. Just Korean version. Yeah, yeah. Both yeah. BTS being Korean, this being j- focused around Japanese idols. Yeah. Um, uh, and, but it, it's, a, it's a huge commentary on that kind of like industry. That's cool. Idol industry. There needs to be a commentary on that industry. And it, and it is, it holds no punches. Like, I think even in, like, the preview, they're talking about how their fans are coming to shake their hands, and, like, their hands are all sticky, and they're like, these guys are jacking off before they come, come shake our <laughs> they hands. They pull no they punches. They pull no punches. Holy shit, it's, man. It's really funny. Oh, dude, that's gonna be like, good. I gotta yeah, check they, it out. Yeah, they have the, the internal anal, uh, dialogue of these uh, Yakuza guys. Yeah, yeah. But they're, like, they obviously come off. They're as, talking like, like Yakuza guys, but then internally, off, but like, when they're when pop they're idols. talking, they're <laughs> pop idols. So they actually have two voice actors, voice actors that play the uh, male like, yeah. um, internal monologue, yeah, and then the the female oh, that's voice so actors cool. that play the that's so the cool. idol, like their actual yeah, yeah. current bodies. That's wild, man. Yeah, that is it, wild, and it just gets more and more. Yeah, good ridiculous. on them for taking a risk on a crazy ass idea. So yeah, sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. It, it is cool, cool. Well, that's that's entertainment, people. Yeah, that's that's what we call show business. <laughs> I don't think was there anything <laughs> else? Pathfinder. Oh, I guess yeah. yeah. Pathfinder. I host people. Uh, they ended up fighting a dragon. Okay. Yeah, they killed the shit out of it. Really? Damn. <laughs> yeah, they were on the money when it came to their rules too. Wow. Holy. Smokes. Uh, they came in. Oh, well, it was just a warmling. Nothing yeah, yeah. big, but it was just like I was legit worried that they were gonna get. Killed and one person almost did, but they almost died of like a goblin as opposed to this dragon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, now that I know a lot about goblins in in this universe, I can oh, understand. Man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we have that sneak preview for We Be Goblins at the end of this episode, and man, it is fun playing that. Yeah, it is over the top. You you are the most heinous evil goblin possible, <laughs> and then Asher and I are just sort of shades of that, I guess. Yeah. But nowhere near the level that yours is so oh, man it's uh it's good so he he kind of like you make decisions that like definitely would benefit you i guess like personally just for being evil yeah for the sake of being evil but in no way benefit the rest of the team no but like not my- how i normally play pathfinder <laughs> like, this has been super just like i'm playing an evil goblin <laughs> He's got intelligence, so I'm going to abuse the shit out of him. And I'm playing a goblin that's too stupid to get it. <laughs> so it's too stupid to get that you're taking advantage and, yeah. uh, and kind of playing to your own ends because I'm supposed to be, like, overconfident, right? Yeah. And uh, and I think that comes off in, in the recording, or at least we, we can see. And then uh, Osher is just – it's, like, the perfect goblin version of Osher. And, yeah. But it's also obsessed with fire, so it's really cool. Yeah. We're having a good time with it. We're having a good time. So, yeah, we'll do that preview at the end of this episode. You can see if you dig that. If so, you can get the full thing on Patreon. We're going to leave it up then there. For probably a long time, so I, I, I can't see this going anywhere. But it'll be the first one I post will just be the first session recording and whatever comes out from that. And then we'll have a second session recording as well. And uh, we'll have some video content. I actually got a good plan for the second round of video content. I think you'll appreciate. Okay. So so we'll go from there uh, and then see how that content turns out. So All right. Cool. You got anything else? I don't know. Uh, nothing, nothing else come to mind. So. I'm out of shit too, man. So that's it for episode 40-whatever of Ronan Geek Official, official Podcast. <laughs> was it 47? 47! So Ronan Geek Official Wait, Podcast. Wait, this was supposed to be a Hitman episode. What were we thinking? <laughs> this was the Hitman episode? Yeah, this was, yeah, Agent 47. Oh, God, we're shelving it for next week. Oh, we can no. do a comprehensive history of Hitman at that point. No. Oh, buddy. 47.5 will be the next okay, episode. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll do- <laughs> 
right. That's, yeah, yeah, I see. Just to get it, just to get it in for Agent 47. Cool. All right. This is Alex Austin signing off, and Rob. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. And stay tuned for the preview of our We Be Goblins campaign. So we already got some uh, theft. <laughs> what other what other crimes can we add to this list? Would you guys like to try some? Listen, old boy, old boy. Poog have something to say. Poog serves our girl, but Poog never slayed dog. Not one. Oh, it's getting deep, man. This journey, Poog, the cleric Poog. We'll slay a dog. We'll slay a dog. Sword really be dog slicer. Right now, sword. (laughs) Only minnow slicer. (laughs) (laughs) But that's so precise. (laughs) Imagine a dog. That's a hand of cleric poog. Praise Boog! Yes, praise Boog. So if if this sword slay man, will it be man slicer? Wait a second. Why would the dog be at their hand? Their paw. Pa- Wait, no. Dog have hand. Stupid. What paw? <laughs> uh, oh, go yeah. ahead and give me a knowledge nature. <laughs> Remember, if you don't have it's, any... It's a bluff. It's a bluff, actually. When I, when I, well, go ahead and give me a knowledge nature. I'll okay. take knowledge natures. I knowledge... 19. No, I have not. Yeah, you're definitely sure dogs don't have hands. Yes. Dogs only have ears. What did you roll? Huh? What did you roll? No, I don't have it trained. Go ahead and roll it. Just your int. Oh, my God. 19. So, 10. Yeah, you're really <laughs> sure that dogs definitely have hands. I don't know. Wait... Let's agree to disagree. <laughs> so when, if you don't have a trained, you can only ever get a 10 max. Okay. Oh, is that right? Okay, yeah. good. So it doesn't matter what you roll. How do you not know that? <laughs> <laughs> You've been playing with us every Saturday for the last year and a half. This is awesome. <laughs> you, learn, you learn something new every day. Oh, Al- Alex can get that wrong. You can't, man. I'm, I'm on fire right now. On fire? <laughs> oh, no. So yeah, there seems to be a disagreement amongst the party as to what maybe you'll just have to you have to get Poog to kill a dog for you to really put this argument to the to settle it. Can we go like go find dog to slice? So you're saying if Poog slice dog, dog have hands, but he has to kill dog. You, my character's just like looking like like mind blown like. You're so smart! So if if Poog killed dog, dog have hands. This whole time I thought you Clear did. logic. <laughs> Poog will slay dog. Okay. Poog will slay. Poog will give dog hands. <laughs> and take them and take them. Poog will give dog hands. Poog will. The cleric Poog. Alright, so what are you Poog off hands. to with your uh, spider and, and toad? Oh yeah, um... Craft alchemy? (laughs) Okay, what's the plan? Well, this one's the frog, and this one's the not frog. The toad? And I'm pickling them. (laughs) 
Oh my god! <laughs> what? Oh! Which one was that one again? That was the <laughs> dog. Uh, the, yeah. That was the frog. The frog. Frog was a dog. Close enough. Yeah. Uh, is really poorly pickled. <laughs> Okay. It's more like deep fried. So this pickles. It's, no, it's deep fried. The, no, this fries. The frog's still alive. You know the whole thing where you like where, where you're supposed to take a frog or like a crab and a frog and you're supposed to cook it slowly. Yeah. yeah you yeah. just went oh fire, <laughs> and then you exploded into the water into the pickle brine, and then it just sort of went. Ah! It jumped out, so it's got like a pickled leg. <laughs> a single one like of its that. legs is. Yeah, it's touched by touched by himself. It's not its same arm as as Mog merch. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, so... I will name this toad. Mog March. <laughs> it's just like me. In it goes again. <laughs> Alright, that time was much, much higher. 23. This poor creature is already... Pickled. Now it's just kind of shriveled. Like, even though it's pickled and shriveled, its one leg is just non-existent. It's so shriveled. Yeah. It's Pooglaps. Poogle laughing and flying totem about his own frog. Steak was a very lucky spider. Poogle find frog this morning. So, what are you up to this morning while your frog is being pickled? I'm calling it to you. I I have pooped in this corner. (laughs) (laughs) Right over here. (laughs) One of this. Yes, yes. One of this goblins has (laughs) this. One of the few goblins was a beard. Is. Dad, you're a poop? Oop over there? Yes, <laughs> little boy. And he just kind of goes, oh. And he just scoops it up. Like, you're going to be legendary hero oop soon. Yes, that's his tradition. Go ahead, have a bite. No, I'll save it and sell it at higher market value. Yeah, and then they will have a bite. Yes! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> will you? Will you?